Hi, good morning. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started on August 24th. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to everyone that has a daughter out there, dedicating the podcast to you. And please share the podcast with your children. Amen. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You've ushered in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. Amen. And In Touch Magazine is talking today about developing patience. On any given day, we may encounter frustrating people and situations, such as a mischievous child, uncooperative co-worker, or a slow commute. We might feel like lashing out, but God wants us to stay calm and be patient with everyone. Scripture has a number of things to say about believers developing this important attribute. First, it is our calling. God urges us to be tolerant, kind, and bear each other's burdens. Second, The Lord has set an example for us. He demonstrated patience toward Peter's actions, the crowd's demands, and the leader's false accusations. We should aspire to such composure. And third, we should recognize how damaging impatience is. It can hurt others and close off dialogue. Responding calmly gives people room to confess wrongdoing, explain their attitude, and make changes. Patience is part of the spiritual fruit that increasingly develops as we're conformed to Christ's image. When we rely on the Holy Spirit, He empowers us to wade through moments of waiting and provocation without becoming agitated. A calm demeanor in times of delay or adversity can be a powerful witness to the transforming work of God. Amen. And continuing our discussion on patience, we can learn a lot about the topic from the story of Paul's trial. Instead of letting his accusers stir him up, the apostle patiently went through the legal process. He refrained from attacking the opposition or decrying the injustice of the charges. And eventually, Paul's peaceful manner won favor with the governor and earned him a hearing for the gospel. We need the Lord's help to grow in patience, just like Paul. This will resolve our thoughts we should try to shift our attention away from circumstances and on to our Heavenly Father. His Spirit will help us gain the right perspective. This will involve our emotions. 
When we notice negative feelings, it's good to pause and ask the Holy Spirit to guide our reactions. Then we can request that he empower us to respond in a godly manner. This will involve our speech. Pray for self-control over your tongue. A timely word can diffuse any situation. The Lord will answer our prayers and provide what we need, just as he did for Paul when the apostle faced Festus and King Agrippa. Despite the injustice of those situations, Paul remained unprovoked. Imagine what God will do through you as you grow in the virtue of patience. Amen. Romans 8.20 says, The creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself also will be set free from its slavery to corruption into the freedom of the glory of the children of God. That's a mouthful. God's purposes for today says, let him in. Our inability to experience God's love is much like our inability to experience the fullness of the Lord's power working in us. We haven't yielded ourselves to him. We have closed ourselves off to his work. Of course, that doesn't stop him from loving you or from attempting to heal the wounded places in your heart. And he does so through the circumstances of life that break your dependency on the fleeting identity, security, and worth this world offers you, quote unquote. Even in the struggles you face, friend, realize that your heavenly father is calling out to you today saying, I love you. I'm not going to hurt you. I can heal you and set you free. God is not out to destroy you, but to woo you to him. He desires to give you what would truly satisfy the deepest parts of your soul. So stop shutting him out. The very things you are depending on are keeping you in bondage to your most profound wounds. Let him in and allow him to give you exactly what you truly need. Jesus, I invite you in. Heal me, Savior. I trust you. Amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Of whom? should I be afraid? The Lord is my light and my help. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom should I shrink? There is one thing I ask of the Lord for this I long, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. 
I believe I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So hope in God and take heart. Trust in the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Of whom should I be afraid? Amen. Everything is not what it seems. There's a stronger force behind the scenes. He's in our lives every day and he's right there when we call. In him is where our strength lies. I lift my eyes beyond the skies. Only he can save my life. Only he can hear my cry. I want to thank you, God, for giving me one more chance to raise my voice and to sing your praise. I sing it out loud. I sing it all day. This song is my prayer I give to only you. It can't compare to the gifts from you. You give us your love. You gave us your son. And so I say amen. I know there's some who don't believe. Sometimes it's very hard to see. We live this life every day and sometimes things don't go your way. But to be without sin is not his will. There are cattle on a thousand hills and they're all yours to claim. Just claim them in his holy name. To be without is not his will. We don't have to beg or crawl. He'll see you standing proud and tall. He'll give his everlasting love. Just come to him as you are. I want to thank you, God, for giving me one more chance to raise my voice and to sing your praise. I sing it out loud. I sing it always. And so I say, Amen. And now, prayers from the wilderness. Close your head. (laughs) Close your head, sorry. Close your eyes. (laughs) Open your head. (laughs) And um, bow your head as well. Dear Lord, my body is in need of your healing touch. In spite of my compliance with the prescribed medical plan, pain continues to invade my body. I am diligent in all I am physically required to do. However, I am learning the real cure for my pain is in my prayers to you and your power. Anyone needing this prayer, grab on to it. It's a good one. Father, I pray you will speak to the suffering that consumes my body and causes me to surrender to it rather than to you. Release your healing into my being. Remove every particle of suffering that prevents the limbs of my body 
from moving as they should. Lord, also touch my mind and my heart so I can believe and receive by faith the cure which can only come from you. As the great physician, let your restoring power remove my pain and make me whole. Lord, I give you thanks even now before I experience the evidence of healing. I know this prayer, which flows from my heart, is touching your spirit. I believe you will give me relief and deliverance from my illness. I thank you for the blessing of prayer that allows me to petition you for my healing. I am grateful to you. I know my life rests in your hands. I praise you for reminding me when sorrow overtakes my body and spirit that you are my light. You are my hope. You are my physician. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Stay tuned for something special. Be right back. And now here is a special prayer that was sent in by one of our faithful listeners. God bless her. Dear God, thank you for giving us the strength to endure hard seasons. Nothing we go through is wasted. Right now, our world is challenged with this new variant. We don't know what the transition of this variant will look like, but you do. So we ask that during this time, you would guard our hearts and minds, encourage anyone feeling anxious, afraid, or helpless. Continue to heal those who are sick and protect those who are not. Protect and strengthen the brave people serving others on the front lines of this pandemic. Give our leaders wisdom as they navigate this season. Let your hope and truth guide their actions. Unite your global church. Increase our generosity, faith, and love for those around us. Restore communities for the glory of your name and rescue people from depression, addiction, and loneliness. Continue to transform us, Lord. Let the spiritual renewal we've experienced strengthen our resolve to share your hope. We believe we will see the goodness in our land because we know you are at work in our lives. Calm our fears as we trust in you and come and do what only you can do. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Thank you for your tender care. Today and tomorrow, we know you'll be there. Thank you, Lord, for every plight. Thank you, Lord, it will turn out right. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Amen. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind, thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I failed you many times, I know, but when tonight I rest, I promise I will kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. The 23rd Psalm The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over, Lord. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in your house forever. Amen. Amen. In God's way, day by day, Staying strong in his strength. 2 Corinthians 12, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Paul's thorn in the flesh experience brought him to the position where he could fully allow the strength of Christ to be his strength. Some people today will claim Troubles make you strong. They are wrong. Troubles destroy some people. Troubles weaken others. There is nothing inherent about troubles that results in making us strong emotionally and spiritually. The truth, as Paul stated it so well, is that when we rely upon Christ Jesus in our times of trouble, He makes us strong. 
He imparts his strength to us. And as we receive his strength, we are made strong. Amen. Thank you so much for coming to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. May your August 24th exceed all your expectancies in the best of ways. Come back tomorrow. We'll pray again. Bye for now.